Well, hello, good people. I am Crystal Keys, and welcome to Workplace Keys to Success, a channel that brings you an unfiltered, no-nonsense approach to surviving workplace bullying. Suffocating bosses, also known as micromanagers, act as though they do not trust their employees to complete a task effectively and efficiently. We want to talk about micromanagers today. Micromanagers are weak leaders and unsure of themselves and their team. Micromanagers are often motivated by anxiety. A researcher named Harry Chambers examined micromanagement and determined that 79% of surveyed participants experience being micromanaged during their careers, during their careers. I have a relative that requested I talk about this subject, micromanagement. They wanted to join me to tell their story, but they're still a little upset about an incident that recently happened. And I'm trying to keep my channel professional, so I will invite them, but maybe at a later date. But it's important for us to know what are the signs of micromanaging? Well, some common signs of a micromanager include them checking in on you constantly, what you're doing, where you're going, where you've been, <laughs> them requiring being copied and CC'd on emails. They damage employees' self-esteem. They invade input from others and don't like to listen to feedback. They exude emotional instability. They elude prioritization. They avoid delegation or switch delegating constantly. They disempower decision-making. They complain continuously. They hoard knowledge and information. They do not like to share their skill set. They review insignificant details, like regarding a project. They never look at the whole picture. They extend project timelines and scope. They provide destructive criticism. They demand unattainable products, service, your time. Now, one of my favorite movies to watch just for funds is Office Space and how Ron was micromanaged by multiple managers. And who can forget those blasted TPS reports? Well, it's important for us to know why do managers micromanage? Sometimes micromanagers have the best intentions and they're not acting out of malice. The reason for their behavior could be rooted in their extreme need to control and dominate. Most micromanagers are insecure. So the continuous inspection of your work actually reflects their ability or lack thereof to do their job. They're not secure with themselves, so they're not confident with others. What are the effects of micromanagement? Well, they cultivate an atmosphere of mistrust, not only for the employee-manager relationship, but the team, the department, sometimes even the company. They foster feelings of disrespect, devalue, and discouragement. Professional regression 
for both the employee and manager, premature resignations, and sometimes very good employees are just forced to resign because they can't take it. A soiled reputation for both the employee and the manager. Added stress and duress. Anxiety-filled, second-guessing atmospheres at the hands of a micromanager. So how do we handle a micromanager? There are proactive strategies you can use to set healthier boundaries around your work. Micromanagers can change, but if they have bad intentions, they only change when forced. Micromanagers need coaching. So what do we do to handle a micromanager as an employee? Do not fight or push back aggressively. Instead, try to understand what motivates and worries that micromanager. This is called managing up. Increase trust by succeeding in the matters of concern. What concerns them? Try to earn their trust consciously. Make upfront agreements and communication by asking questions. What are we looking to accomplish after this task is complete? What are the specifications of the task? And what is the expected completion date? What tools and resources are available to execute this task successfully? What barriers do you perceive as a manager will limit the successful completion of this task? Now also keep your manager up to date of the progress that you're making. You can do this by providing status reports and or regular check-in meetings. This is where you can mask appropriate feedback to your manager. Be sure to watch what you say to others. It will get back to your manager and it probably will be taken out of context. Do not name call or label your manager as a control freak, micromanager, etc. Do not openly challenge the micromanager. Try using the one-on-ones to bring forth your concerns. Now, if micromanagement escalates to workplace bullying, I provided steps taken in previous episodes in mitigating and eliminating workplace bullying. I will include the link in the description to those episodes. Remember, workplace bullying can end with you. We just have to know what to do. Well, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, time is up, but hopefully I've shared some information that can help you better understand micromanagement and what steps you need to take. Thank you for tuning in and have a great work week.